Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Um, I'm just going to chase one more time. Andrew, one more time. Uh, yeah. So I don't, my, Rachel forgot the um, cell phone, the, the laptop charger. It's at Spark Arena. So I have 33% battery. That's okay. <laughs> well, do you, is it, are your notes that important? I don't have any notes. Oh, well, I've got a laptop out. Because I feel like we're going to have to talk about the <laughs> NBA standings. <laughs> and I've oh, like I want to record that. Paul, um, <laughs> I feel like he's I, got the standings open. I, because when people bring in people like, oh, this guy's an expert, and they're like, well, who's the top scorer in the NBA? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> mm. But you don't, being an expert doesn't mean you know the top scorer in the NBA. If you, if you challenge Adrian Wojnarowski, you wouldn't, he wouldn't. Actually, he probably would know. Yeah, I always get told off for Googling stuff during the record. But um, yeah, so guy, ra- guy would rather you just wildly speculate than actually say the right thing. I've yeah, I've listened to enough podcasts and I know okay. that that's kind of how it works. Well, let's just get started, shall we? Hopefully, this sounds good. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, welcome to an edition of Advanced Analytics, a special one with Paul from New York. Hello. And uh, Andrew Price from Auckland, New Zealand. Woo! Welcome, Andrew. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Andrew's a basket basketball analyst. Um, let's get. Bloody started. Um, Andrew, I said analyst. You actually are kind of a basketball expert, though, aren't you? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm a self-described basketball expert. <laughs> I'd describe you. You've worked in basketball as like an analyst kind of expert guy. Yeah, yeah. I've done a few years now uh, for NBL teams. Paul, Paul, how would you describe um, Andrew? Uh, cool guy. Oh, thanks, Paul. <laughs> but like, in, in terms of his bar, I, I, as a, personally, you would describe him as a cool guy. As a basketball expert, how would you describe him? Uh, yeah, basketball cool guy. Cool guy <laughs> likes basketball. I mean, we're in the same fantasy league. He probably doesn't want. Yeah, we're in give me our too fantasy many rival. Andrew, as you as you mentioned, has worked in the Australian Basketball League, which is a big league now. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal, and you're a huge fan of that. I love the Australian Basketball League, which is weird. <laughs> that's weird. Well, Paul, do you think that's not as weird? We- not as weird as it used to be. <laughs> I don't think I it's that weird. It. Okay, well, that's, that's really cool. And um, you're also quite weird, a fan of the Denver Nuggets, which is, I think is weird. Yeah, uh, probably more weird than liking local basketball. Yeah. Um, I am a huge fan of the Nuggets. I've got a Nuggets sticker on the back of the car. That's grim. <laughs> In New Zealand, because no one even know what that means. Yeah. R- Rachel, um, guy, you my- used to have... T- Two settlers of Catan stickers on the video. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, that's a good point. That's why I thought I was in safe company uh, bringing that the information out. <laughs> I reckon a settlers of Catan sticker is cool. And then two, if it's on a crap, it depends how good the car is. So my car was an old Honda Civic. It was an absolute piece of junk. So having one sticker was cool. And then two stickers was hilariously cool. Yeah, and they weren't I love you saying like, you're saying like on a crap car as if someone's going to be driving like an Aston Martin with some... Um, <laughs> Well, no, Andrew's got a good car. It's like a nice Subaru or something, right? 
Yeah, I don't want to brag about my car on the podcast. But like, the, my point is, the sticker is incongruous with how good the car is. So when I first got it, like the Denver Nuggets logo is like two pickaxes crossed. Yeah. And my wife looked mm. and she's like, are we into like mining now or something? <laughs> like, is this a pro mining sticker? Did you not even check with your wife if you stuck a horrific Denver Nuggets sticker on your car? Well, you got to ask for forgiveness and not permission with that kind of thing. Well, that's, his, um, that's Andrew's cred- credentials. You also launched your career when... Um, the, one of the first times I was at basketball with Andrew, and he was like, um, I got offered a job with Australian basketball, am I right? Yeah. And you said, I, I didn't take it, obviously, because I'm loyal to New Zealand. I'm like, you're an idiot. Take that job. And you took it, and then that launched your, your career. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I worked a couple of seasons with the Boomers through the Olympics. Amazing. Thanks, Guy. Thank you, Guy. <laughs> it's just the, the first time I've been able to publicly say, I owe you my career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm awesome. Because your, your expertise... Is um, in um, like a- analytics and yeah. like, which is funny because this this podcast is ironically called Advanced Analytics, and um, uh, you actually are good at analytics. Yeah, uh, it's it's a real pri- privilege to be on here. Actually, <laughs> Paul 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 <laughs> thinks he um, knows about analytics. Paul, what's your analytics background? Oh man, just I've always had a passion for it. <laughs> what year did uh, you drop out of maths in school? Well, whatever the fir- the first year you you're allowed to is what year eleven or after year 11, <laughs> as soon as possible. Out? I remember listening to a really hot take of Paul on this podcast about um, <laughs> uh, Magic Point Guard. What's his name? BJ Augustine. Yeah, and like you've done a deep dive. I was really impressed that you're um, telling everyone that he was the number one point guard in the NBA or something. <laughs> He's up there. Like you got to go there, pretty yeah. deep to get those kind of numbers. He did actually end up having a good season last year, and it's part of the reason for the decline. I think is like him not playing that well. I mean, we'll get to Magic Mayhem later. Yeah, get but to Magic Mayhem. One of the reasons I got Andrew on the pod, and I'm so glad to have you here, is because I think th- this podcast has very few weaknesses. Obviously, one of the best podcasts that you can download in any genre, let alone the NBA. But one of the weird things is we have hot takes, which is what you need. But the problem is my hot takes are, are crazy, and Paul's takes are crazier than mine no nah, not always but i did say going into the season um i did pick the the warriors to possibly win it all and they're now looking like potential wooden spooners <laughs> pretty bad to get it that wrong um, i mean i mean there's injuries though but what the what yeah. a- andrew can almost play a role as like an adjudicator as like a registered sane person let me ask you right now andrew in your like experience of listening to the podcast who has worse takes or crazier takes me or paul I'm worried about saying this because you're in the room with me, but it's definitely you. <laughs> Am yeah. I worse than Paul? You're so I so I listen to this quite a bit in the car on the way to work. Yeah, thank you. You definitely make me more angry than Paul does. <laughs> yeah, okay. um, thank you. And it's mainly because you're real binary about it. Like a team is either the best in the league or trash. And there's no, <laughs> yeah. there's no in between. I was doing this the other day. I was talking about politics, and I was like, "That person's a trash bag and needs to be burned." And I, I do. I, I admit, I need a bit more moderation in my takes. But that's why we listen to the podcast. I'm very offended, but that's good because like we need that <laughs> conflict is one of the strongest parts of the pod. And like if we have a fight on the pod. That would be great for listenership and viewers and stuff, eh? Yeah, viewers? Well, we might get a video pod happening soon, but right now, let's get into it with the week the week in review. Week in review. So the big story this week is Carmelo. Is anyone mildly interested in that? I, I'm mildly interested in that. I have a Carmelo jersey at home. That's sad. Because <laughs> Nug- you're a Nuggets fan, right? Yeah. So when I first got into the Nuggets, it was AI and Mello. And so he was my guy back then. Probably less so now. AI and Mellow, that's a weird combination. Paul, do you like Mellow? 
I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan, to be honest. He's misunderstood. Uh, okay, well, no, maybe we should phrase it more this way. Paul, do you think Mallow should be back in the league? I don't. I think he's should have retired a, f- a few years back, maybe. Um, like while he was still like with with the Thunder or something like that. Yeah. Well, thing is, you, you kind of it's nice to go out on your own terms, and obviously he hasn't had the same kind of like I know Dwayne Wade left the Heat for a while, but you know he went back and kind of went out, you know, like a well, like Dirk, such a classy way to go out, you know, on your own terms. People are like, will he play one more year? Nah, I'm gonna call it quits. Well, this Mallow situation is, 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 is the opposite of classy. It's been, like, so messy in so many jerseys. Yeah. He was on the Atlanta Hawks for, like, two days. Was he? Did yeah, he want yeah. to join the Nuggets? It would have been kind of cool if he'd joined the Nuggets as, like, a bench bench former. But that's the problem. Mascot. Mallow's never going to do that, right? He like, might. That's, that's the reason he hasn't lasted. He's only 35. Yeah. He might now. Like, a, he's had his big sip of humble pie. Wait, sip? I don't know. When, when you get old, like, you've just got to have a good, like, Vince Carter, great attitude. Mm. You like you just got to know you're not the top dog, and you know be a good locker room presence, and you'll get a go out classy. But Mallow, I just yeah, so I can see him just getting cut again. So Andrew, like you, you're a Nuggets fan, and I'm just wondering how you became a Nuggets fan because yeah, you're saying you got in when Carmelo and AI played together, which is kind of like the end of Carmelo's glory years, right? No, it's no. So AI was there first. Mallow was drafted after LeBron, same year as LeBron. Yeah. Um, so what's that? Oh three. Yeah, but the AI didn't come to the Nuggets until years later. Uh, uh, you mean the end of his? Career? How does a guy from Tauranga, New Zealand, <laughs> get into the Denver Nuggets? It's such an odd. Like Pauls makes sense because the Magic were huge in New Zealand in the nineties. Shaq and Penny. Um, Raptors make sense for me. My family's Canadian, and I got on board with Masai Jerry from the Nuggets when I briefly tried to get on that bandwagon. Um, how yeah. did you end up with the Nuggets? So when I was young, um, this is a medium length story. Um, yeah, the, the, do you remember the Mighty Ducks trilogy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah yes. Yeah. So that was huge, and everyone was into ice hockey, and because I was in towering, it was inline hockey. Like everyone Sick. And so, the, I like at that time, um, the Colorado Avalanche and the Detroit Red Wings were the two big ice hockey teams. I remember the Avalanche being big. Yeah, they, they are, won, they, are they big still? Or I feel like they fell away. No, nah, they won a few Stanley Cups back then. Did they have Patrick Wah? Yeah. He was yeah. so cool. He has that quote that me and Paul love where he's like, um, I can't hear him trash talking because I've got my two Stanley Cup rings stuffed in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I was, I was first, I was a hockey fan and then I'd switched. I thought, I, you know what, basketball's way more fun than ice hockey. I've, I've been a Colorado Avalanche fan. I might as well just be a Nuggets fan. Yeah, okay. No, oh, that's as simple that, as that. that. Hey, that was not a medium length story. I was waiting for a long journey about, and then Mallow got drafted and then my inline hockey skates broke. And that was a that was a very simple origin story. You into it because the Mighty Ducks were popular and the Avalanche were popular because they branded themselves in a, in a cool way. Mm-hmm. And because of the Avalanche, you, why do you support the Mighty Ducks? Uh, because all the kids supported the Mighty Ducks. Paul, you support the Mighty Ducks? No, nah, I'm an Islanders fan. Why the Islanders? That's weird. That's real yeah, weird. Just, just chose them on vibe. Have you been to a game yet? You're in New York. No, I actually haven't. I, and, I, and I own a Pittsburgh Penguins um, Sydney Crosby jersey. Oh, that's cool. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Uh, I've, I've, never, I've never been to an ice hockey game. So Carmelo... I think it is cool. Sydney Crosby shares my birthday. Oh, whoop de doo my, um, my birthday is Women's and Suffragette And he's, he's from the same place as where <laughs> our mum is from in Canada. Oh, shout out to Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, yeah, I, so I, got a lot in 
I my favorite take on the mellow um, the mellow situation was someone on Reddit who said um, it's a real break gra- glass uh, um, in case of emergency move where they break they break the glass and more fire comes out <laughs> and it's like like literally their problems are I'd say injury and defense right and. Mallow doesn't really help in any of those. Like, surely the one thing they have is scoring, which is what Mallow should bring. Well, they need someone to replace those minutes that they were getting from the, the power forward position last year, right? Yeah, but Mario Hazonia was doing a great job. He's, uh, to, to borrow a leaf out of your book, he's trash. <laughs> yeah. Paul, we're goading you to get into the conversation, mm. mate. Mario Hazonia, hell of a player, hell of a guy. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say on it. The police helicopters go. I don't know if there's a convict on the. Do, 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 do you get the police helicopter going over your house in West Auckland? Yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> is it not scary? Like at like eleven o'clock at night when you're like, is there someone out there murdering people? Like, well, why live, are they there? I live quite rurally. Not to give away on a po- very popular podcast where I live, <laughs> and I've already given away what kind of car I drive. So. <laughs> no one is gonna track you down from this podcast. Although I did meet some fans at the um, Western Springs Football Club. So shout out to those um, those listeners. Um, yeah, shout out to Carmelo. We wish him all the best. And I just think if you're a team that's struggling, why would you want to create a stronger media spotlight on yourself? You know, like the, 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 any problems they've got are just going to be more emphasized now that ESPN's like putting real focus on them because they've got Carmelo. Wouldn't it be so exciting if he was awesome though? Like if he came back and he was... Yeah, in your addition. mind, because you can get your Mellow... Is your Mellow jersey like one of the um, uh, shiny blue ones as well? No. No, I've got a well. I've got a mellow, um, also a mellow training camp. Like when he was first drafted, his like training camp jersey, and that's a shiny wow. one. That's real. That's a real. That's a real unusual piece of merch. But I guess if you're a true Nuggets fan, why not? Um, one thing I will say is I, I think Terry Stotts. I kind of rate him and think he's kind of been getting the best out of some players who aren't that good for the last few years. And so I don't know. I love. Him, I, I'm not writing him off as being okay. Welcome to the podcast, Andrew. That's how we end a sentence. We're like, so I think the coach is not bad, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I um yeah. I I want McCullum to. I, McCullum's one of my favorite players to watch. So I just really hope he comes right and gets his shit together. But I hadn't really noticed that the Blazers are struggling. They're really struggling. Um, Andrew, yeah. it's time to use your um, laptop with thirty percent charge to um oh, no, to Google to the Google the standing. The standing. You don't. You've got no notes written down. You don't need a laptop. Cl- the Blazers. They're thirteen. The bla- the yeah. Four but, and eight. But not. But not only that. They um, just are playing awfully. They can't defend anyone, and their offense isn't as good as it should be. Like mm-hmm. it's it's re- it's real. It's real. Like the way the um, the Raptors blew them away. Like it just kind of like um, yeah. It's looking bad. Whiteside's not the player. It was a weird play. Again, adding fire to more fire is going to not be fire. Although, in saying that, in the white side deal, they did get rid of bad crap as well. I mean, Myers Leonard is playing well, but, you know, they got rid of bad. Was, he was co- terrible contract. Was it, was it um, Inez Cantor who was saying, like, he was just singing the absolute praises of, which is kind of weird looking back because he left in free agency, didn't he, to go to Boston? Mm. But um, but maybe they didn't want him or he wasn't part of, the, part of their plans. Later. Yeah, possibly. But he was, wasn't he, like, insanely high on. Portland just as like an organization just saying it was the best place he's ever played. Well, he played through massive injury in the playoffs last year for them, right? Hmm, I think so. That was last year. And it's a bad going it's to Boston is a bad place for a player with an attitude like that. Um Paul George is back. Um does this make the Clippers the favorite? 
Like, are, are, are we excited about them now? The Clippers haven't been as good as we thought they'd be. They're five and five in their last ten. Um, they've lost every game Kawhi set out. They were my favourites um, before the season started. Well, I know I said the Warriors were going to win, but in terms of my um, elaborate uh, points-based ranking system, the Clippers came out on top. But, yeah, I haven't actually watched them play, so I shouldn't really speak on it. But I think they've underwhelmed me a little bit. Mate, this podcast, no one's watching anyone play on this podcast. (laughs) And and, Andrew, you got any thoughts on the Clippers? You care Uh, about them? I I would have thought they were favourites going into the season. Um, And I would say they're probably still favourites. The Lakers are pretty good, better than I thought they were going to be. So I'm, I'm agree with that. I, I had a segment prepped coming up um, called "Guys Hot Questions," so we should probably get it into it now. And my first question was going to be: Are the Lakers and Celtics actually good? Because I looked at there's a lot of terrible strength of schedule measures. Are any of those any good? By the way, do you think, in your opinion, Andrew? Uh, yeah, the normal strength of schedule one's pretty good. So it's the way they calculate it is the teams you have played rating, like win percentage, and the teams that the teams you've played have played. Yeah. So it's a little bit off probably going off a 10-game sample size, right, though? Because, like, for example, the Suns, who we're not too sure about, will look, like, really good in strength of schedule. And also the um, Spurs will look really good in strength of schedule. And it's hard to know if either of those teams are actually good yet. I mean, we know they'll be decent, but... Yeah, the Suns are way better than everyone thought so far, right? But, like, but even, even given strength of schedule, I think no one would have thought that this good. Well, looking at those, looking at those charts, um, Lakers and Celtics have had very easy schedules so far. Like Celtics, one of the easiest, and um, even Lakers, like they lost their first game to the Clippers. They've had a good win against the um, uh, Spurs, and they—I mean—they beat the Suns. Whether you think they're good or not, but it's hard to know how good the Spurs are as well. They lost their one hard game to the Raptors badly. And um, like it's it's very narrow wins as well. Yeah, I'm like I, I'm not convinced by the Lakers yet. Like I always bet on LeBron James, as I say every week in the podcast and stuff like that. But like, it's the the bar is going to be really high when all the teams get their shit together. And it's like, yeah, the Lakers can get better and better, but they're not deep and they don't have much besides their top heavy. I'm not convinced. And I will say, crazy dunk by LeBron last night. Uh, I was getting sick. I was getting ready to be like, man, I need to stop seeing Lakers highlights getting <laughs> hyped because usually yeah. it's like Alex Caruso with the monster slam. <laughs> and then it's like him just doing like a gentle, like yeah. um, two foot, two, like one foot, two hand dunk. But then that LeBron one was pretty crazy. It was real um, white b-ball pains because he went round Bojan yeah. Bogdanovic and then dunked on another white guy who was trying to draw a charge just outside the yeah. circle. What are you doing? How, like, you can't, you really can't, Half, half-ass like a charge attempt. Like yeah. you've either got to really step up and take the hit and fall, or like he was, it was half-hearted. And man, in my in my limited experience in top-level New Zealand basketball, I got dunked on all the time playing like forward and like just being in the paint. And I can't imagine how scary it would be being in the NBA with like the Lakers have got like three guys who can like AD can yam on you from anywhere. He's got like go go gadget arms, and it must be like playing guy like Giannis must be terrifying because even if you go out there going, "Hey, it's going to be a televised game. I play for the Kings. We're not good. All I got to do is avoid getting dunked on." It's so hard with those guys, and like you just you hesitate for one second, and um, bad luck, you're on ESPN. 
but it's kind of irrelevant, right? You might as well cont- like talking for someone who's not on TV in front of millions of people. Like you might as well contest the shot, and if you get dunked on, who cares? Are you kidding? Like literally, um, who, who like, Mozgov yeah. became like a like a his name became it got called getting Mozgov. Yeah, uh, like it's Sean Bradley. Like that's all he's known for is getting yammed on. Like it is. I, I know what you're saying. You get millions of dollars, and that's your job. But at the same time. Um, I would go for I, I, my traditional move was just hard foul and just like just and when I say hard foul I don't mean like push the guy over I mean like just hack the arm mm-hmm. um, which is hard because then if they dunk you when you're doing that then it's even worse because it's an and one <laughs> which is something I've also done many times before but um, yeah I, I'm like just get out of the way or hard foul and that was definitely a situation where it was especially with this pathetic charge attempt just like get out of the way um, Celtics oh, so did you guys watch that game you say were they against the Warriors look We've, we, we don't want to comment on how many games we watch and how many games we don't watch. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait I, I was worried. How... I was like, I was worried I missed a big game. And then, what, you watched Celtics versus Warriors? Yeah, it was on ESPN. I watched a little bit of the end. What is wrong with you guys? It was a real close game. <sighs> I, was, yeah. I actually found myself rooting for the Warriors in that. Yeah, of course you would, because they've got no players. They got, they've got nine active players. If they lose one more, they're at the in, in, NBA minimum. <laughs> and which is weird, because they've got no money to sign anyone, even a D-League player they can't afford. Yeah. It's crazy. So, what was what was your takeaway from that game? Well, so I was thinking based on like other. You're uh, looking at your laptop. You've already told me you have nothing written down there. <laughs> what is on? There? Well, no, because I was just checking where the Celtics were in the East and that top, right? Oh wow! And, the, and the standings. Warriors, this is very Paul Williams style the of, the, of the West. Yeah. And I was like, well, the, you know, are the Celtics good? Was your original question? Yeah, no, they're not. And they almost lost to bottom of the West. Yes. Yeah, I don't think well, they are. Like, oh, no, no, no. My question should be: Are they contenders? And it's like, are they good? Well, they're guaranteed to be third or fourth in the East. Or maybe even second if the um, Sixers continue to putter along. But, um, well, maybe first where they are right now, sorry. But um, the point is, it's like, I just don't think they're serious contenders. But the Lakers and the Celtics can get so much hype until, until they, you know, either fall off a cliff or if they make the playoffs. I honestly don't know if anyone in the, in the East is contenders for You don't the, think, I think so? Whoever wins the West. Yeah, I don't know. It's because the I West isn't looking Sixers, as good as we thought. The Sixers. So far, that I mean, I think some of their players are just not shooting well, and that and they need to just like Tobias Harris. I think it's been bad, but um, they have no depth, which scares me. Yeah, to the point where I'm almost like the coach should like split up the starting five a bit and oh. just like I don't know. I, but, I, um, maybe this is maybe this is a shotgun uh, move, and um, and I'm just pulling this out my ass. Andrew, you've worked in the front office before. I would say fire the coach for the Sixers. Because, like, Brett Brown has got them this far, and they're like, the reason he's the coach is because he went through the, um, the the process, and, like, they feel like they need to keep him. But now they're an elite team who needs to go to an elite level, and they, I don't know if there's an elite coach out there, but, like, that would be the plan next season, probably, right, to get an elite coach in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the issue. Like, you fire Brett Brown, and who are you going to put in his place? Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm asking you is, like, if there was someone just sitting there, if Doc Rivers was just hanging around, would you just... Would you pull that trigger like straight away? I'm a big Wait. believer in continuity for teams, um, and you look at like uh, look at the like what the Heat have done with uh, what's his name, Spolstra. Yeah, and like everyone thought he was trash when he first started. Yeah, and you know he's a good coach. now. Yeah, and they've, and they've kinda... given it a long time. So you stick with Brett Brown, and if the players like him, I guess. Yeah, but at the same time, you've got an all-in starting five. You need to win this year or next year, or at least be looking as good as you were last year. It's not, you can't be pissing around if your coach isn't right. And you look at like team like the Bucks, who were like heading nowhere, and they changed their coach, and now they're the best regular season team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say about the Sixers is like Joel Embiid missing games for doing fights, 
and then he sat out against the Magic. They lost that. Like, I don't know. Like, Doing I think rough fights. blaming um, Brett Brown when it's like, Joel and Beat, you got to play. Like, how many games? It's been like ten games. Listen, Joel, you got to stop doing fights and missing stop games. Stop doing fights and load management. I mean, no, uh, I'm he, obviously he's got to do a bit of that. Cause the hard thing about Embiid, and there's like a lot of teams. It's like Giannis, if he if he pissed on the floor, you couldn't sanction him because you're just like so indebted to your star players in the NBA that like you know Joel Embiid, it's hard to tell him not to do things, you know? So mm. the, the weird thing about the Sixers is like the three-point shooting, right? Everyone's shooting threes apart from the Sixers. I yeah. think Al yeah. Horford's like their leading three-point shooter. Embiid doesn't shoot or shouldn't shoot. Yeah. Um, ben Simmons doesn't shoot at all. So they've just got all these guys that are crowding at the paint. But they got Richard, yeah. they got Richardson and um, Harris. Harris just needs to come right. Yeah, Harris is not shooting well as well. Which Harris is, what are you yeah. doing? It's, 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 it must be so scary as a front office I member think- to pay someone and then have them not perform. And I do think Alton Brand is having a bit of a mirror of it. Like, he, like, I think you got, like, Lon, like, I know Tobias Harris is, is really great and, like, borderline all-star kind of talent. But, um, like, Shamet, Landry Shamet, um, could have been used, like, some shooters. Yeah. JJ Reddick is a massive. Yeah, JJ. Covington? Covington, yeah, like I feel like he's getting rid of a lot of great shooters mm. to surround Ben Simmons with. Even I'll bring it up again, but Mark Alfolks they gave away for uh, <laughs> pennies on the dollar, but he wouldn't know. I, I think Mark Mark Alfolks they gave him what they get they sold too low on him, but yeah. but I mean he wasn't. He's the one that was like, yeah, he's there's no way he's part of any plans they have. Is like, he good, Mark Alfolks? Yeah. Um, well, he's not. He's, oh yeah. He, no, no. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll bring him up in Magic Mayhem. Paul. Paul's a huge fan. My my thought is um my thought is that he is like as a bench impact player, mm-hmm. like he's got potential. He's but like starting. A, a, yeah. No. No. I know. For for a good team is what you always look at. You don't look at like what's his yeah, role going to be on the land of Magic because um franchise player is this position at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting to Magic Mayhem. Um, we're, we're getting to Magic Mayhem soon. Um, more for, more of guys' hot questions. Um, is Andrew Wiggins good? No. no straight. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Man, this is the problem. See, this is the problem with having Andrew on the podcast. I reckon Paul would be like, yeah, man, he's fire. No, I I, I would have always said no. Um, looking at his stats so far, he's been, I think, kind of good. Will he keep it up? No. Also, I haven't seen him play defense or anything, and I think he's terrible at defense, right? Which is more of an eye test thing than a, like looking at the stats, I think. Well, not always, but... Andrew, do you um, think defense is more of an eye test thing or looking at the stats? No, oh, well, just no the stats. Yeah, I mean, the stats, the stats I'm looking at are literally just points, assists, like, you know, at the moment, so... Does, um, does, does like, steals and blocks not, like... Well, blocks are a massively overrated stat because most of the time you block the shot and it goes out of bounds the team gets the ball back. Ah, so that's an interesting take. The, the, it's rim protection would be one. Um... So, like, if we're doing... Do you want me to talk about it? Yeah, let's do <laughs> it. Let's do it. I'm interested. Like, looking at, like, rim protection, like, the opponent's field goal percentage at the rim is way more important than block shots. It's kind of that fear of getting blocked. Which yeah. Which is totally a psychological thing. Yeah. Um, steals are, but it's, then with steals... That's something um, Paul has when he attacks the rim and I'm in the paint. <laughs> with with well, steals... Yeah. Like, steals, you get high steals, but people that get high steal numbers are often gamble as well on defense, and that's how they get them. But you, then, you've got to give Paul just two seconds. You've got to give Paul, you've got to give Paul a chance to re- rebut that. What, that I was scared of getting blocked? By me. 
No, I've, I ain't skin nothing but the police. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Andrew. I interrupted you. I can't. Oh, so you're saying so that was quite an interesting take as well. So steals. Like a gambling player can be more of a like a Russell Westbrook type can be more of a liability because he's going for a stat rather than yeah like you're going to get five steals but you're going to gamble on like seven. But remember how when Kawhi was at the peak of his defensive powers for the um, Spurs, they would always talk about his like steals per game, and he was a great defender who also terrorized people with his steals. Mm. So it can, it, it, but you're saying that stat alone doesn't show anything. Yeah, box scores don't show defense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so Paul, you were validated there by Andrew. That's quite good. Yeah, eh? Thank you. Um, yeah, well, that, that's that, 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 that's really interesting about blocks as well. Um, so Andrew Wiggins is the most one of the most hated players in the NBA. Like, just because I guess everyone was everyone roots for the Timberwolves secretly, like hoping they get their shit together. You don't? Oh, I hate the Timberwolves. Why do you, whoa? <laughs> Why do you hate the Timberwolves? Well, I hate them mostly because two years ago they knocked the Nuggets out of the pl- oh, eight, okay. eight spot. Okay, you're a psycho. But- <laughs> I, here's the problem with the podcast How now. How can you like them? If Andrew's on the podcast, here's the problem, is that Paul filters everything through his personal preferences and the Orlando Ma- relative to the Orlando Magic. You're like, you're like, Paul, what do you think of the, um, uh, the, the Milwaukee Bucks this year? And you'd be like, I hate him. And he's like, why? And he's like, because in 1994, they knocked Anafree Hardaway out of the first round or something. Like, you know, like, and now you're there as well with that. The, but, but the Timberwolves, like, Carl anthony Towns is not a fun player to watch. He just mopes around a lot of the time. <laughs> Jeff yeah. Teague's a battle to watch as well. Paul, I mean, you, must a, like, you, must, you must understand where I'm coming from. What's exciting wait, what, what, about the Wolves? What was the statement? The, the, the Timberwolves are like, I, I'm not saying that everyone's second favorite team. What I mean is like, everyone roots for them because they're so pathetic. They are, ever since KG left, it's just depressing. It's like, nothing go right. They, they had their GM die in office. Like, they just can't have, they can't get any luck whatsoever. They're just a team beset by tragedy, and they finally get their shit together, and they get Jimmy Butler, and you know, things are going to get happen, and it, it blows up where Jimmy Butler's, like, fighting his teammates at practice. Like, it just, it just they just can't get a break. And if you're a Timberwolves fan, I feel I'm sorry for you. Like, I want them gotta, to do well. You've got to kind of look at, Look at like them though, like they've got to shoulder some of the blame. Like obviously, um, Flip Sanders dying. I'm not blaming them, but uh, <laughs> it'd be weird if you're like he was murdered by the Timberwolves. Like, you know, it's like maybe they're not a great organization if if players are leaving after one year. But that's every stuff. small market team. Like, look, mate, look at the Magic. Well, how do you judge the Magic? Where every good player they've had has left them for Los Angeles. Well, that's like two guys. Um, the the two two that. most important players in their franchise history. Yeah, and um, one of them famous idiot whose career was has been ruined ever since. <laughs> That's the kind of fire we want on the podcast. Hey Dwight, um, you idiot! <laughs> yeah, famous idiot. The other guy, yeah, Shaq, lovable guy. He, to be honest, to be fair, Dwight is a famous idiot. Like that is what he's famous <laughs> for being. He's turning it around this year, though. I love him in the Instagram comments defending um his boy um KCP. Like he's like going in to bet. And I'm, why, I'm going to yeah, say, if Dwight again, is looking at Instagram... Again, he's an idiot. No one's going into bat for him. <laughs> Don't you think, though, like, Joel Embiid is going to be that guy in 10 years' time? <laughs> yeah, possibly. Like, when the talent, the, the, the athleticism and stuff goes away, and you're yeah. just left with that kind of... That ego. Yeah. Yeah, mate, hopefully yeah, possibly. not. Hopefully. But Embiid has a lot more um, skills than... Um, he's heavy. I mean, athleticism isn't really Embiid's strength, right? It's length, strength, and skills. Yeah, well, I'm a big Jokic fan, and that's yeah, tick, tick, tick. it's all that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we've got to get into Jokic at some point. That's a can of worms we've got to open up. But he's 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 riding the ship a little bit. Um, 
So anyway, t- Timberwolves are just, they're just lovable. I, I know you've got to, because they beat you in one series no, it's, once. Well, it's not just that though. I mean, what is lovable about the Timberwolves? They like, Carl Anthony Towns is hard to like. He's I super think, talented. Did but... you see him do a, um, a, a Snapchat video of being the Joker where he made music for it and stuff like that? It was, he dressed up as the Joker. Imagine, see, imagine walking around the streets of Minnesota already creepy. Like, I've been there. There's no one there. Right, have, you on, seen, yeah? have you seen photos from like any NBA team's Halloween parties from since the Dark Knight came out? Yeah, all, because I reckon about 40% of NBA players dress up as the Joker. <laughs> It's so grim how men identify with that character so strongly. Paul's movie review coming up later in the um, later in the podcast. Um, okay, that's a good point. I, I like Towns. I find him quite likable, like in a kind of like a big, lovable goofball, massive underachiever. I don't think he's a massive underachiever. He's like he, he'll he'll be getting um, if the Timberwolves make the playoffs, he'll be getting MVP like shouts, won't he? Uh, yeah, I hate to break it to you. Yeah, Timberwolves aren't making the playoffs. Oh. You never know if Wiggins keeps it up. I'm just, I'm just I'm, all I'm trying to do. I, I'm not. I don't care about the Timberwolves. I don't care about Carl Anthony Towns. I'm just trying to be devil's advocate and go, hey, they're kind of likable. They've got a 32 year old head coach or something. Yeah, he's cool. Is, is I like, he? I like that. Do you actually like that? I like it. You know, it's weird investing in a young guy for the future. It's like one of those kids movies that came out in the 90s where like um, an old man dies and leaves the um, uh, the his ba- his beloved baseball team, normally Minnesota Twins. To his like grandson, and his grandson um, has to coach the team, and led by an um, an angel played by um, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. <laughs> mm. That's kind of what it's like, right? No, I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Um, my other question was going to be: so no one likes Andrew Wiggins. I'm I I'm I, I must admit I, I'm not sure if he's good yet, but I want him to be good. Um, was the Blake Griffin trade good for Detroit? That's what I was going to ask now. Um, I don't know. They're if They're really was... struggling, right? They're really struggling. He's been he's been injured as predicted when they got him, but at the same time, last year he had like a amazing All Star minimum seat, like above All Star. Like he was awesome last year. He's going to come back. He's the only relevant thing about their team. Like, did it kind of make sense to do uh, that? My boy Langston Galloway had seven threes in a game last night. Shout out to Langston Galloway. I, ha- he, I have him. He's currently a plug. A, an injury plague on my fantasy team, and sadly I had him on the bench because I had a full roster. Detroit. Uh, meanwhile, another... yeah. uh, TJ Warren shot twelve percent. So sorry, continue. <laughs> Andrew, you're laughing. Are you? How's your fantasy team going? Not well. Not well. Not no, well. You're too. Because you guys. Interesting thing about these two guys is they both fought over the same players in their fantasy draft, which is interesting. You had the same like mm. analytics. Yeah, we were going. I think we had the same spreadsheet we were working off. Andrew, are you, when you say that, you mean like you both made your spreadsheet or you downloaded a spreadsheet? I, I made my spreadsheet. I, can, I assume Paul did as well. I made mine, yeah. But are you embarrassed that you made the same spreadsheet as Paul? I'm never embarrassed of making a spreadsheet. Okay. <laughs> you love spreadsheets. <laughs> I love spreadsheets. Shout out to spreadsheets. Um, good on you. Um, my, other, my other hot question was going to be, do you guys care about Bronny James? James, like... His games no. are getting broadcast on ESPN three. That's crazy. Yeah, no. Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Wait, Isaiah, or Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. The, the one, the Celtics one from a few years. Nuggets ago. legend Isaiah Thomas. Um, yes, he uh, he retweeted at ESPN saying like they were going to broadcast ten of their games or whatever. Yeah, and he just pointed out that they were getting more games than. Uh, his team. I would rather watch Bronny James's team than the Washington Wizards. I reckon the Wizards. I've heard. I haven't really watched them, but like they're crazy good at offense. I think and just can't play defense. But they like score. Like, wait, I should really look it up. But I think they like put up crazy numbers. 
And uh, um, shout out to that one good player they have. He is good to watch. And I've forgotten his name. That's how irrelevant they are. The Wizards are... Third, yeah, the Wizards the are the fourth best. fourth top, top scoring team. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Third best offensive team in the league. That's impressive. You get that off your laptop that you've got here. Mm. I've got my laptop. What yeah. battery charge are you on? Oh, what are we on? Down to 25%. Well, you put it on... Um, can you put it on like energy saver mode? You're going to last the whole pod. You're going to be great. Um, a weird thing... Do you guys... What's the most... Here's a question. What's the most embarrassing... Um, YouTube videos you guys watch like NBA NBA related Andrew's looking at me worried I was like it's not going to be something weird mate it's just I'm just like NBA related because I, I watched the Raptors reality TV show for a while but the most there's, there's things on YouTube where you're like this is not entertainment this is not like I'm not a human for watching this I watch a lot of videos of um I think the, the channel's called Cole Sky, and what they do is they go behind the scenes at American sports teams training facilities and they're amazing like Oregon Ducks training facility is, it looks like a, um, a Nike advertisement. They have a throne where they sit the players on to measure their shoe size. They have like a tailor room where they measure their uniforms. I don't even care about American football at all, but like just like the rain, they've got walls of every helmet and every colorway of uniform they've had. And the, the athletics facility is just unbelievable. I love watching those videos. And um, on that video, they also go into players' houses to look at their sneaker collection. And I watched Langston Galloway and PJ Tucker, and they both talked about buying sneakers on eBay. These are professional athletes who could have million-dollar sport uh, deals, and I think Langston Galloway at least is probably Nike, right? Um, they're they're going on eBay and buy. I assume that Nike sent them like limited release shoes. Is that not embarrassing that NBA players are buying like thousand-dollar Yeezys and stuff like that, just like in their spare time? Can you do that if no. you're sponsored by Nike? Can you buy Adidas PJ shoes? Tucker doesn't have a sponsorship. Uh, I, he might be sponsored by like one of those stock X types apps where right. they it's a resale app. But um, yeah, PJ Tucker just enjoys being. He said he said he spends up to four hours a day on social media and stuff negotiating like so he can so he can be the number one sneaker person in the league. And not only is that weird because he's famous for once changing shoes six times in a game, which is already effed up. Um, and one of the reasons he changed shoes is because he wears old shoes and they break because r- rubber in the soles of basketball shoes rots, as many um, people who have like original Jordans and stuff like that can attest to. It's so embarrassing. It literally crumbles like sand. So he has his shoes just like the soles just flop off, which is dangerous. Like, what's what happened to Zion playing in some old sneakers? Um, but is that, it seems so embarrassing to me. That you're buying sneakers? That you're, that you're an NBA player spending hours of his day buying sneakers that he should be given for free. He probably enjoys it. He like does, the, but the thrill of the yeah. chase. But that's it's it's there's no thrill of the chase because you're a millionaire and you just go on eBay and just can buy whatever you want. You're like, okay, you want to acquire the um, what's the rarest shoe? Like the um, they made fifty pairs of the Back to the Future shoes. You go on there and they're fifty thousand dollars, and you're like, yeah, I'll buy that. Why not? Well, also, buying is like kind of an an addiction. Like I think you'll attest, even like I know for a fact that you probably like multiple times a week will visit. ClassicFootballShirts.com or whatever. I've actually gone off that. I now visit ClassicRugbyShirts.com or have you know? (laughs) Yes. And then I'll always come and you'll be like wearing some new old school soccer jersey or whatever. Yeah. And it is addictive. And uh, it's like Robin Lopez buying um, the clothes of an animatronic character from Epcot (laughs) at Disney World. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. You've kind of smashed it back in my face there. I'm just saying like. These guys, it's their job. At, at least they should be wearing performance shoes on court so they don't get. If PJ Tucker gets injured because he's wearing some vintage cobes, which. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. By the way, they're not even that vintage. They're like from six years ago. And they're, br- they're bright green and his teams, they look awful. Like these players, no one looks at PJ Tucker and goes, he looks awesome on court. Um, there's not many players now, especially when they wear shoes that don't match their uniform, that I really like the look of them. But um, if he gets injured because of that, that's infuriating. But also when his manager must be like, your, your sneaker contract with Nike or Adidas would be millions of dollars a year. Um, you're turning down millions of dollars of income so you can potentially, so you can spend money on shoes. Yeah, it's how much would PJ Tucker be getting paid? Like He's obviously just weighed it up and was like, it's, it's, not, it's not worth it. Also, if you're changing shoes six times in a game, I'd question your you know, focus. Yeah, but the weird thing is he is he's quite a focused and, and it works for him though, right? Well, uh, yeah, but imagine well, what he could be. Yeah, but, but <laughs> one of the things that he said is that um, he feels superstitious about shoes as well. So he changed shoes six times, maybe because two pairs broke and then the rest of them because he wasn't feeling it. That's pretty normal though. Athletes are pretty superstitious people. Yeah, but... yeah, It's, It was also one of the huge benefits to Lonzo Ball's deal with... Uh, Big baller brand was that he uh, was free to wear other other shoe brands <laughs> after he was getting uh, injuries due to his sneakers falling apart. Yeah, ironically, he switched to old Kobe's now, and then he fell over just running up the floor. Lots of I was there when I saw that. I saw him injure himself while just dribbling the ball up the court. Old Kobe's are super popular at the moment, right? They are because they're just low cut, simple Nike shoes, and most players are sponsored by Nike. And also, there's not many cool, just like basic Nike sneakers. I like the Kyrie. Like cheap version, like they just make a basic. But basically, most NBA players from games I've been to, like mo- if most players on the roster who aren't like specifically sponsored with their own shoe, and they got to wear those horrific Giannis shoes. Um, they, that you know, they just wear basic team color, um, low cut Nike. Most of them are sponsored by Nike or Adidas, you know, shoes, depending on who they're sponsored by. But anyway, that was just yeah, that was let's just move on. That's grim to me. Well, let's move on. Um, it's probably that time. Am I right, Paul? What, movie review or Magic Mayhem? What do you mean? No one's saying it's that time, right about that time okay. for the movie review. Yeah, okay. It's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. The ball. Sit down. The ball. I used to be jealous of Mary Apollo. We're taking every game personal. Win, winning streak, did I hear someone say? Two games in a row. Wow. Um, so the Magic have leaped into the playoffs. I know it's early days, but they are now in the eighth seed with a 5-7 and seven record. Who are they competing against uh, for their eighth seed, by the way? Uh, the Nets are in ninth. The Cavs are in tenth. The Hawks the are Cavs. in The Cavs. They're like, got to beat them Cavs. Well, to, yeah, to be honest, I think the teams, like the Pistons would like to be competing for the 8th seed. Yeah, good seed. point. Um, but also the Hornets are currently in the 7th seed, so they'll possibly drop a bit maybe. Who have you guys beat um, in your two-game winning streak? We beat the Sixers without Joel Embiid. Still a good one. And we beat the Spurs without Jonathan Isaac. Like when the game started and I saw he wasn't playing, I was like, oh, this could be bad. And it did start pretty bad, but they we went down 16 in the first quarter. And then came back to, and were pretty clutch at the end. Like, um, it was kind of uh, interesting finish where we 
inbounded the ball with the Spurs looking to foul. But then Fournier started falling out of bounds, but he threw it back to Gordon, who inbounded it. And he then, instead of just dribbling out the clock, attacked the hoop. And uh, DeMar DeRozan fouled him quite hard around the neck. And it was a flagrant. So it really ended Man, iced the DeRozan, game. Like, I just, I always root DeRozan for that guy. Flagrant. DeRozan, what are you doing, bro? Um, just, just to pause Magic Mayhem for a second, that is a bad loss for the Spurs. Like, without Jonathan Isaac, the Atlanta Magic. Where was that? Was it in Orlando? In Orlando, on the road. Tough, tough place to get a win. I just want to, th- <laughs> I just want to throw it out there. Um, is Greg Popovich ruining his own legacy a little bit? And don't get me wrong. I'm like, he can do whatever he wants. I'm not saying he shouldn't do this. But, like, three years ago, people were like, he was just a god. You know, he could do no wrong. And people were amazed with the team he, was, he had, how far he was going. And, like, is he ruining his own legacy by hanging around in the same way Phil Jackson ruined his legacy by being the GM of the Knicks? I don't think so. I think the Spurs are going to win another championship in, like, a, in like the next three years. Wait, wait. Whoa. That was an insane th- Built around who? LaMarcus Aldridge? No, they'll just build a good... No, I think maybe some of those old guys will start fading and they'll... Some young, like they'll de- they're developing some young guys. But do you they'll, think they've got a star in the team where they're going to trade or get free agent or something? I think Lonnie uh, Walker's underrated. Who? Lonnie Walker. Yeah, I think they've got a few like, like Bryn Forbes is like a cash money shooter. Dejounte Murray is going to keep getting better. Um, Derek White. Derek White Lonnie was awesome Walker. in the playoffs last year. Sorry. Derek White was real good in the playoffs last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, didn't he look good for Team USA? But I don't know. But um, I just, I just think the Spurs will, they'll be, they'll be back on top soon. No, I, you're saying the next three years is is madness. Well, Andrew, what do you think about that? You know they'll, they'll make the playoffs this year. No, 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 no. no. I, I don't question whether they're going to hang around the eighth or ninth seed. Although I'm not sure they will make them this year. Like they're looking pretty bad so far. And uh, I mean, they just lost to the Magic. <laughs> I mean, in Orlando, tough place to win. Don't get me wrong. Tough place to win. But like, I'm just like Popovich is like their front office moves was also part of their genius. Like everyone talked about RG Buford, and since then they've made a lot of front office mistakes. I will say this. I- as I was watching it, I was thinking, man, I'd be so pissed if I was them with that, uh, whichever one of the Mark, the Morris twins yeah, was, like, he coming. Yeah, he screwed them, yeah. And he's, he went to New York, where he's now, like, all-star, <laughs> no, 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 no. all-star numbers. But yeah, yeah, um, but he, could, he could be solid for the Spurs, you're right. Yeah, he could be so solid for the Spurs. And instead, they got Trey Lyles, who, like, I, I don't nugget. know a lot about him, but he, he didn't seem great last night against the Magic. Um, is, is Popovich anyway. is Popovich probably the greatest coach of all time? He probably is, eh? Like, obviously, it's hard to compare eras, but probably. Yeah, pe- people massively underrate that Tim Duncan era Spurs, right? Like, in terms of historically, because he wasn't as yeah. flashy as Shaq was or Kobe. And and the thing I love about Popovich is that he won all way. Like, he, they're most famous for being the most awful offense the world's ever seen. But then later on, they um, kind of they helped pioneer, like, tick attacker um, corner threes, wing the ball around to Patty Mills. Like they, you know, they've 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 gone through a lot of iterations. They haven't just been like stuck with one style of play the whole time. And like actually, last year they were all offense, almost no defense. So it's kind of interesting how they changed. Not that they were that good, but um, you know, like you got to pop it some credit. But just seeing them last year in the playoffs against the Nuggets, running onto okay. the court, yelling for a timeout, I was like, this is grim. Enough about the Spurs. This is actually a segment about the Orlando Magic. Sorry, mate. Tough um, place to win. Uh, it's a tough place to win, and proudly, we're no longer the scoring the least amount of points. We've passed the Knicks. And, but we've also passed the Jazz in terms of opponents scoring. We're now the only team 
keeping teams to under 100 points. It's like 99 points something. Still, still one of the worst teams to watch in the league. So they're no. like a defensive powerhouse, right? Yeah. The Orlando Magic? Yeah. But yeah, like an absolute time. train wreck on offense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've been shooting so far like it's, it's a shooting slump for sure. Like even guys who are good shooters just can't buy a basket. But we've shown glimpses now. Like the last few games... We've been making some shots finally. Vucevic against the Spurs was shocking. Like he couldn't buy anything. Like hook, like shots, like half a foot from the rim. Do you reckon? Just, like, missing. Are you going to admit that like maybe re-signing him was a bad mistake? No, like... no, absolutely not. It definitely was the right thing to do. And again, they've top-loaded his um, contract. So like each year that goes by, and the next Paul's, two years. Paul's proudest thing of the down. Magic this year has been um, that they've loaded the contract, so they're all declining, so that um, they have to pay them yeah, less in a few big. years. <laughs> um, okay, time for uh, Magic Player of the Week. Wow, Magic Player wow. of the Week. This is, a, this is an exciting award. I can't wait to hear who wins it. Not Jonathan um, Isaac, so not Nikola Vucevic, that's for sure. Those are the only two I can name. <laughs> Aaron Gordon? <laughs> no, uh, Evan Fournier, Player of the Week. Wow! I did not, yeah, I did he, not see that coming. This is quite a thrilling award, I reckon. Congratulations. Yeah, he um, he's scoring 20 points per game on 55% field goal percentage. Uh, yeah, he's he's playing well on offense. Uh, what more do you want? Four assists? Well, I'm glad rebounds. he's. I'm glad he's w- woken up because, like, they they yeah they've they've built a lot around that guy, and I I personally don't think he just deserves to be in the NBA. But I'm um, glad to see he's out there giving it a go. Special shout out to Markel. Yeah, Markel is shooting 81 percent from the free throw line on the season. Oh, that's that's not really bad for. Is he wait wait, 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 how many free throws has he shot? Is he like three from uh, four? I don't, I don't have that set in front of me. That would be super. No, he'd shoot quite a few. Like, because his whole game is, um, he gets fouled a lot. I'd say. Why? Uh, his <laughs> whole game. Is he's like, not going to make um, this shot. Just let him, let him, let him, let it go. Um, no, not true. He's actually his signature move is just burning in. Like he's so quick. Yeah. Burning in and then gathering the ball with one hand, like so, his outside hand, like scooping it up and then like a little um, layup over the top because he's very athletic. Like got quite a, a jump on him as well mm. and he actually gets fouled a, quite a lot like in the Spurs game I feel like he maybe probably shot the most free throws out of anyone uh, and also he's he's been averaging in, in, in the last three nearly four assists just under four assists with zero turnovers in, in the last three games which is pretty good for a, a, a starting point guard you know he's playing over 20 minutes a game um, but also the offense yeah. as you said is horrible so like, and he's the point guard that's orchestrating. But here's the thing: well, you're growing with him as well. Man. What'd you say? Sorry. What, so what? You're, what, what are you? What are you saying? The offense is not that bad. What are you? What are you, what are you saying? That you're the third worst. Third worst at what? At offense. Or just scoring points with the second worst. Okay. On and the season. The point, on the, the po- season, not on the. Li- I don't know. Wait, I should. I should really limit he's this. He's the to point like the guard that's week. guiding to them. This to them. This this terrible offense. So you're better uh, than the next. No, let's go. Last three yeah, games, we'll see. <laughs> Where we are in terms of scoring points. Okay, last three games we're actually uh, 
I can't see us. We're not on this list. We're actually no, we're actually nineteenth in um, scoring in the last three Congrats, games. So man. We really have turned it around. Well done to Fournier and uh, and nineteenth in the last three games. That's definitely a, um, a trend that is ahead uh, of worth some pretty good teams. Ahead of the Sixers, ahead of the Clippers, ahead of the Nets, the Pacers, the Nuggets, the yeah. Kings. Over three games. Well done. Um, but you can, I mean, if, if the if the on-court play is not razzle-dazzling you enough, the Magic have got some spiffy new uniforms. Yeah. Um, so there, People hate them. In the off-season. They're making them, people very really? angry. Oh, I don't know. Oh, really? I haven't seen that. But just like over the off-season, there was a lot of hype for these um, orange uniforms um, inspired by the fruit orange, uh, which, which obviously grow a lot in the Florida it's, region. It's, it seems like a joke. But um, yeah, shout to the oranges. But um, so there was a lot of hype. We've uh, made our uniforms people... orange because it's the color that an orange is. But when the concepts came out, I was like, oh, they have botched this so bad. I saw them. I don't dislike them as much as I thought I was going to, but I also don't. I wouldn't say like them. Uh, but could have been worse. Can I come out with a hot but take? Also... I I don't yeah. mind them, and the reason I like them is because they remind me of Epcot Disney World. Oh yeah, like okay. I don't think I think the orange thing is bullshit because they're like releasing a whack uniform and they're like, oh, we better tie it somehow so the locals buy them. But like that font and that orange and that grey is clearly um, the like the future world of Epcot. For anyone who knows that, it was like a seventies version of the future. And that, I, yeah, I don't think that's what they were going for. Do you not think that's what it looks like when you when I saw it? I was like, yeah, that's yeah, no, it does. It looks, it definitely looks. Uh, oh, I think that's what they're going for, and then they're like bygone time. I honestly think the designer was doing Epcot, and then um, they go, "We can't do this," and Disney doesn't want to be associated with us that much. No, Disney literally are on the. Yeah, thing. but like, like, I don't know, like, like maybe they have to pay more money if they use the Disney font. I don't know. They just mm. they couldn't tread that close to Disney because let's be honest. I will say. If the Magic wanted to make money this year as a basketball team, what they would do is they would make a Mickey Mouse-themed jersey and it would sell, like, hotcakes because people... Like, they should go... If, 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 if Disney would allow it, they should go all in on the Mickey... I'm not saying this is cool and what I would like, but I'm saying, like, Disney fans around the world would buy an NBA Disney crossover. Wait, so, so it would be, like, the top half of it would be black... And then, like halfway up, it would have the red um, with the two white buttons, like his short. No, no, I'm no not I guess s- the shorts would just be the red. shorts would, yeah. And the players have to wear the ears as well while they're, <laughs> while they're playing. Really slows them there. No, what, what you guys don't know? What I, mean. I mean, like, um, like either they do them simple, where they just have like the Mickey Mouse head logo with the number inside it on the on the front of the jersey, or more advanced, we literally have like a picture of Goofy on the front of the jersey. I'm not saying it's a good Man, idea. You're, you're, you've I'm, lost the plot. No, no, and you, I'm one I, of the biggest Disney fans there is. I'm not, I haven't lost the plot. Andrew, back me up. Uh, no, I'm not going to. But I <laughs> will say that um, I remember you, Paul, famously made a design for... Yes. The, I, was, I, I was just going to bring this up. Yeah, I actually thought that was legitimately better than the one that they've come yeah, up with. Yeah, thank you. And a lot of people on Twitter, man... I, uh, I haven't I've seen got this. Here. I'm your brother. Nin- your own brother. The, it was huge on It's Reddit. on the advanced analytics... Um, Twitter page, which I haven't given you access to. I didn't know we had um, a Twitter page. So that's exciting. We do, and I tweeted it. It got 99 retweets, 415 favorites, which is pretty viral for a, Considering an account. Considering the that, crap you talk to, talk about in this podcast, I can't believe you haven't mentioned this. Yeah, well, it was in the off season, I think, and I, I, think I forgot I about it until now because I saw it like organically on Reddit. It just came up, and I was like, oh, I know that guy. That is amazing. Yeah, wow. Um, but we've only got we've actually got 42 followers now, which is a lot. But so no, far, the Twitter account has just been me trying to... Why do you ask me to retweet it? You, like, 
this is my only thing I'm good at. My only value as a human being is um is Twitter. It's my one thing that I focus on, and like this is my opportunity to be useful for my life. Yeah, we'll give it a retweet. But um, <laughs> it's like you don't uh, want association with me. You're trying to anyway. Talking about the Twitter is when Kawhi was making his decision, and it was meant to be like any minute now he's going to decide. I decided to try and take a stab by doing in the dark. News. By well, I just said Kawhi Leonard is staying in Toronto. Announcement coming soon. Because I thought, what if we broke that? And like, <laughs> I decided there was that's a, not how I you just, break a story. How many retweets? I decided there was a 50-50 chance. Like he was probably yeah. going to LA or he was going to stay. I thought he was going to Lakers oh. anyway. Right. Um. And I took a gamble. I got it wrong. Uh. And then I tried to do it again by being the first person to break the news that the Black Caps had won the Cricket World Cup. Oh my god! That one went so horribly bad. wrong. Um, then I tried to uh, break the news that uh, Neymar was um, leaving Barcelona. <laughs> no, was um, leaving PSG so to rejoin Barcelona. It was weird when so I'm, you crossed I'm zero. Zero from three so far. <laughs> it was weird how you've crossed out of basketball for a start because we're a basketball podcast, and then you crossed out of New Zealand because we're a New Zealand basketball podcast, and you're just breaking soccer, mm. Spanish soccer news. I think next I might um, get into politics, like maybe <laughs> break Trump's impeachment or something. I think Trump's going to get re-elected. I don't want to get into politics right oh, now. Okay. I don't want it to happen, obviously, but I just think he's going to get re-elected. Like, people just, like, react to what... They people vote on, like, single issue, whether it be abortion or immigration, and he's hard on both of those, and people are just going to feel passionate about that and vote for Trump. That's what I think. Anyway, um, bloody hell, it's time for... Is that the end of Magic Mayhem? With a bit of abortion yeah. chat? We always finish at Magic Mayhem with a bit of abortion chat. It's just how we always end up there. Um, uh, should we do a, should a bit of a movie review before we wrap this bad boy up? Yeah. Um... We haven't done a guy I've been thinking. Should do a bit of guy I've been thinking. No, that's the worst segment. <laughs> Shots um, fired. This podcast is unraveled. I didn't say it. I didn't ever. All the listeners have You been said it. it. No, you, you literally, you say, I didn't say it. You literally just said it on the podcast. I didn't say it. The listeners are you saying it. You just said it. Okay, Andrew. Andrew, you're, this is why you're here. Is guy I've been thinking the worst segment? So, I'm looking at the run sheet that you've sent through. Yeah. And... It's got guy I've been thinking with a nice little apostrophe, and usually I would say yeah, it's the worst segment. But I actually kind of like the question. Yeah. Question. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Well, okay, thank you, Andrew, for taking my side, even though you did say it's the worst segment, which possibly it is. I mean, there's not many segments on the show anyway. Let's do a bit of a movie review from Paul, and then, how is, is movie review from Paul better than guy I've been thinking? I'll let you know afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well, I haven't really prepped low. anything. What? What do you mean? You haven't prepped anything after you you nixed well, my prepared segment to do a movie review and now you're saying you haven't prepared anything okay the movie of the week uh and i am going to get a theme song for next week i haven't quite got it yet you're sick but um you're sick uh, i went to see a film called ford vs ferrari oh my god um uh it's not bad it's not called that in the uk it's, by the way for our uk listeners of which i'm not sure if what's it called any. it's called something like the greatest race or something like that they give it a different name I think. wow i saw it in the See, i'd be more into reviewed. it if it was ford versus holden if you know what i mean yeah um no uh okay I th i'd say the big major one of the biggest flaws is that i think you're supposed to be rooting for ford but uh, you can't help but root for ferrari like, uh, the Ford guys are kind of, a lot of them, are, the higher-ups, are, are kind of jerks, while the Ferrari guy is extremely lovable. 
And, Why is he um, extremely lovable? Because he's like a racist Italian guy. I don't know if he's right. Italians are so racist. racist. I didn't realize this, just... but Italian soccer. If you listen to Whoa. an Italian soccer okay, podcast, yeah, you can't. Well, mate, you'll probably be tweeting about Italian soccer next week, so don't pretend it's outside of the realms. I listen to a, um, an international soccer podcast called On the Continent. They're supposed to cover like the world of soccer, and every time they, they talk about Spain, they talk about the UK, and every time they get to Italy, they're like racism scandal again this week. Like literally every week, including some teams like Lazio, which are literally outward. Like the racism is literally what they're built on. Like they're literally like they 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 were Mussolini's team. Anyway, sorry to be um, uh, off track. Paul, can you... Um, so, I've seen the posters for this movie around. I go to, like, maybe a movie every second year. Yeah. Um, what? Can you explain right. to me the premise of this film? Uh, it's a true story about Ford. Ford were, like, looking for new ideas, kind of, and they... Uh, to, like, I don't know, just, like, rejuvenate their company. And so, they decided to make a racing team and to try and win uh, Le, Le, Le Mans, is it? The, the race over in France... Uh, and so basically they hire Matt Damon and Christian Bale to try and make a car that's going to beat Ferrari in a race. Is the movie great? I don't think so. Is it bad? Definitely not. It's an enjoyable watch with some fl- flaws. Like there's one bit where um, the, the one kind of female character uh, gets really angry and it just doesn't make sense because the scene before she's... You know, she's being very understanding and nice, and then she suddenly gets angry out of nowhere, and it just doesn't make sense. Probably but, um, did you like... say the one female character? Yeah, there's, <laughs> it's definitely a male-dominated film. <laughs> yeah! And I was between, between that and Charlie's Angels. Which I love watching been... movies by the boys for the boys with a lot of cars in them. It seems like my kind of film. Um, but anyway, it's an enjoyable watch, but nothing to write home about. But I did want to recommend a TV show. Uh, it's called Joe Joe wait, Pera talks wait, this to is you. A, this is a this is a movie review show, and now you're just shoving yeah. a, a TV it's, recommendation it's in there. All before guy I've been thinking. What is movie short for? Moving image. Okay, just say what you you, you want to recommend. The Joe Pera show, great. Yeah, Joe Pera talks to you. What a show! Um, you'll be able to find it. Uh, somewhere on the internet. No, you can't find it easily, right? Because it's Comedy Central, and it's not e- like Viacom stuff is really hard to get on. Okay, well, the well, if you're in the US, it's Comedy Central. It's easy, yeah. And if you're anywhere if else, you're, you're overseas, uh, illegally downloaded or something. I don't Joe Pierre is a very good comedian, though. Okay, let's move on. All right, cut the shit. It's time okay, for advanced. Oh, what's the name of my segment? I've been thinking. Oh, fuck. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. I've been thinking and guy have come up with something. Okay, here's my theory, and I think this is this is a good one. The Bucks should be every team's, every NBA fan's second team this year. I know I said that about the um, Timberwolves yesterday uh, earlier. I did not mean that. I meant Timberwolves are like a team that you you can't hate because they're such losers, right? The Bucks should be everyone's second team that they're rooting for, regardless of who your first team is. They don't really have any rivals. I guess the Bulls, but I mean the Bulls aren't good, and that's not really a rival, really. Let's be honest. Um, Giannis is the most important thing in NBA free agency next year, and he needs to stay. So the Bucks have to be relevant um, to prove that because because what's happening is Anthony Davis, who who did somehow miraculously re-sign with the awful team that is the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm not crapping on their team now. I mean like the franchise in general is is a shambles, and the owner died and stuff like that. Not that's a reason to live leave, but like the team. It's a football. It's a football company that happens to own a basketball team. Anthony Davis stayed there for a comically amount of time, and then eventually left in drama. 
Giannis, like most stars, if they're not good, will be looking to leave. And that's why they have to be good, because they've already run into problems. Malcolm Brogdon left, and he left apparently, based on an interview with Giannis um, this week, because... Um, he didn't. He wanted to, you know, break out and get a new new star at a new team where he can be like a, a less of a role player, and um, it, which seems weird because they've already got Victor Oladipo over there in Indiana. My point is, is that it's so hard for small market teams to a be successful, b to retain talent, especially stuff they've drafted, and um, and now it, it shows that players like Kawhi they just leave and move to wherever there's a good like as I talked about nesting last week, um, they just leave to wherever a good situation is. Giannis staying with the Bucks, I think, is important for all small market teams fans out there. Small market teams hardly ever do well, and um, the Bucks are the best chance we've got. Can I can I give you two words? Yeah, or what? Four words, actually. Okay, I'm excited. Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, okay. Well, because he could leave too. No, he just signed a max contract. Okay. So did Jamal Murray. So similar situation, small market team. Um, you know, Giannis is arguably second only to Nikola Jokic in the league. Yeah. You're um, a huge fan. And both those players for the Nuggets re-signed max deals with the Nuggets for long term. Yeah, I, I have a theory that international players are more loyal to their franchise. I agree. No, no. so I, I, would, I, would, I, I don't put um, Jokic... In, I think Jokic is a great player. I think last year he was an MVP candidate. But I don't think he's in the same league as a player like Kwai or um, uh, Giannis or LeBron or these players who can move mountains. Because I think Jokic needs... I could be wrong here, but I think he realizes that he needs the right situation. He's never going to be a guy who moves to New York or LA for the market. He's never going to be like the front of a Jordan Brand shoe deal, right? Um, and so as a result, he doesn't have that appeal, but also he's in a good situation in, 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 in Denver, a team that's built around him. Mm. It's like, why would he leave? But Whereas Giannis could same, fit right? in anywhere. If Giannis, like apparently the Raptors are going to go for Giannis next year. I'm, I'm not up for that or anything like that. I don't want to take Giannis off the bucks. But I was like, if Giannis went to the Raptors, he would possibly be in a better situation than he's in right now in a bigger market. And um, and Kawhi's proven that they can win with what they're building on. And also they have Masai, who is really favorable with like um, players of African heritage. Like what I, All I'm saying is that Morky is a tiny team. And if they don't get their players right, which they're already struggling with, um, it could be... It could be hard for them to re-sign him. Is and Giannis he, of African heritage? Uh, yeah, he his it's parents Greek, right? moved to Greece when he was a young age, or okay. or maybe maybe before he was born. So he's Greek, but um, yeah, it just Masai relates well to those types of players. Um, Ibaka is Spanish, but he's also uh, Congo, Congolese. I don't know how to say yeah. the word. I think he's from Congo. Uh, okay, Paul, what do you think about that take? It's time for Paul been thinking. Well, Paul been thinking. I'm just gonna. Oh, it's called Paul. Don't lie. Again. I tricked you. Paul, don't lie. Um, Got the name of your own segment wrong. Embarrassing. After not even having a movie ready for your other segment, movie review. Well, I saw a movie. Um, <laughs> That's not the only requirement of movie re- re- review, anyway. Uh, the uh, I, my theory that I thought up during your theory was that international players are more loyal. Okay. Like, look at Nick Vucevic. He's played uh, for the Magic. He's he's gonna no 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 finish. no Nick no wait Nick okay I, I got you, you, you search confused Jokic Jokic could go anywhere you're right that is a, not that he'd want to I don't think there's a better situation for him Vucevic is in Orlando because they're the only team that wants him basically well, especially for no, the price Dirk Nowitzki's the classic he was in hot example. demand but Dirk again the team a, a, a reasonable sized team built around him mm. again it's like if the owner when, goes you're everything 
and, and that you also trust the owner. That's important, I think. And and um, the Bucks have obviously gone, Giannis, you're everything. But whether he trusts them to be competent is a big if. Stephen Adams and the guys. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, the guys going to big market teams are often guys just going home, or occasionally it's yeah, it's just a guy who wants to go to LA or whatever and be a star. No, well, but no, but look um, at um, Kevin Durant. Right. He just moves to wherever he wants to, where the best situation is. What LeBron does as well. Like they're not going home. I mean, I know he went to Cleveland, but that was mm. bullshit. He moved to a better situation than Miami. Like all I'm saying is, we've got to root for the Bucks. We've got to hope that Giannis at least makes the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Otherwise, if he leaves, then small market teams are doomed. And if you look back at the last 20 years of the NBA, how many small market teams have been successful? Um, San Antonio Spurs, who are possibly the greatest coach of all time, one of the greatest franchises, the greatest franchise of the last 20 years, and LeBron James and the Cavs, aka possibly the greatest athlete in NBA history. Like, I rest my case. Are you, but do you, are you defining yeah. success as winning a championship? I'll just, uh, yeah, well, that, we're looking in terms of championships, success as being right. like the ultimate goal for every NBA player, obviously. Because like the Utah Jazz have been pretty good over the last 20 years. Like, they've had some good runs with Stockton and Malone and. That's a small market team. They That's moved. very old. You're talking about like 1997 there. Yeah. The NBA's changed a lot. The NBA player yeah, movement the is like always fluid kind of now. Been good. The Jazz? Yeah, they've always, they've always been in the mixer. Portland? Are they small market? Definitely small market. Well, Portland, if they go, like Lillard will be, like he's bought into it. And you remember that they gave Lillard and McCollum all the money. Like, are they worth that? Yes to the team, but no to if you're trying to construct a franchise. You'd probably want Lillard to be your second player on a team. Like you're probably not going to build a, a championship team around Lillard. The point is, is that Lillard in, in next year will probably be getting itchy feet if they continue on the trajectory they're on, which is going nowhere, possibly backwards. You know? Do you think if you added uh, just off topic, if you yeah, added, go for it. if you added, say, KD left the Warriors and went to the Trailblazers, yeah. in the off season, yeah, do you think they would be the top of the West? Yeah, well, it depends what their makeup of the rest of the team is, but definitely they had they got so many. At least last year, they had so many pieces that were movable as well. Like, so, so switch out Carmelo Anthony, yeah, and add in Kevin Durant, yeah, are yep. They, are they top of the West? Yeah, probably. You'd, you'd want to like make it's the Warriors light, right? With, it, you'd want to make every other player um, like a defensive three and D guy. I mean, everyone wants a three and D guy, but like at least a defense. You know, you need you need some defense there, but you could easily do that with the pieces they have. Like they got a lot of tradable hmm. young talent and also just like piece, useful players. Why time, time out? out? I gotta go. All right. Well, um, that's, that's pretty much <laughs> the end of the podcast anyway. Though, but I gotta go. Can I ask comedically for a bit of a laugh where you're going? Uh, I've got to go to a party. Is it to do? A, no, you're not. Is it another movie review? No, it's a party. Well, <laughs> give me more details about this party. I don't know anything about Is it. Is it a dress-up party? I've got to go. That's not what? even a good excuse. No, a... What comes first, podcast or party? Well, podcast, but there's other there's other elements at play. In life, um, okay. But yeah, is my it your theory birthday is just party? international. I think especially European players are very um, loyal to like you know. I think this is like white supremacy. clubs and their city and where they're from. You're a racist. And so as a result, what? No, I don't know. I'm just talking shit. No, they're like passionate and loyal. What about people. Porzingis who just bailed on the Knicks and got booed all the way through Madison Square Garden two days ago? Didn't the Knicks what, bail he got on traded? Porzingis? Yeah, they, the they traded him. I'm no, he sure. he wanted out. Very, very no. Surely they didn't do that awful but, trade because that was their big master plan. Yeah, but no. That, this is the Knicks. That was the big. They were like Dennis Smith Jr. Is the. I, I can't think of it right now, but there's probably. Yeah, a lot. I got to go. Anyway, See ya. But you guys bro. can continue talking. Hey, thanks for coming on, Andrew. Thank you so much for having me. Later, Paul. Okay, bye. He's got Paul's off to a party. Okay, first off, do you agree that what's more important to Paul, party or podcast? Well, I mean, it's quite rare that you have a party that you've got to be to bang on like 
at the exact right time, right? You yeah. can turn up any time over an hour. Also, parties. also in New York, it's like seven o'clock right now. What parties are starting at seven o'clock? I don't feel comfortable coming on my first podcast and banging all behind this bed. No stuff. No, okay. He, I go. What's more important, podcast or party? And he says podcast, but then he leaves to go to a party. Yeah, Paul's basically my boss at the moment. Though, I- right? <laughs> So that's pretty sad. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I could, go, if I had a party to go to, I'd be there right now. Yeah. Like, no one wants me to come to a party. Guyandpaul at gmail.com If you want to email us about um, a party that you want me to come, no, actually don't. People actually will invite me. They'll be like, come to my 18th birthday party. I don't want to come to your party. That was a bit of uh, a attempted comedy. I'll go. I'll yeah. go in your place. People. <laughs> Andrew's keen for a party. Email us guyandpaul at gmail.com if you want to invite Andrew to a party. I've been to a party in years. What do you bring to a party, Andrew? What, what, what are you bringing? Uh, usually like um, a pasta salad. Or like... <laughs> what? You're talking about very adult parties here. Yeah. But you bring in a pasta salad. Usually or like maybe potato salad, like something just to... You that's know, not a par- party, that's a barbecue. Oh, what, what's a party then? I don't know. Like, well, I'm thinking party, I'm thinking like, um, you know, at a house, alcohol and chips. Oh, no, I don't usually do those. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying I do either, but I'm saying just email us if you want me or Andrew to come and actually say who you'd rather come, Andrew or me. Like, just, just get it. I just like receiving some emails sometimes. Um, have you enjoyed your first uh, Advanced Analytics podcast? It's been a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I've, I've done podcasts in the past. I very rarely do them in person like this. So it's kind what of do you mean you don't well, do it in usually, person? Like, it's like over the internet like Paul was and you don't actually... He's in same. New York City though. You, 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 you've done podcasts with people from Auckland. Yeah, but... You haven't been able to get together. Well, like going to parties, I don't often get out very much. Do you, um, do you Skype into parties as well? Uh, oh, that's a good idea. It's good. not a bad idea, eh? Yeah. You can hear what music's going on. You can contribute to conversations if they pass you on a phone around the room. And I can just sit and play video games at the same time. <laughs> Best of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> what video game are you playing right now? That's... Oh. I play a lot of Fortnite. Still Fortnite? Yeah. Has it not died? Uh, it's not at its peak, but um, no, it hasn't died. I, I, I'm not trying to be cool here. I honestly don't really understand Fortnite at all, but I loved Halo and Halo 2 back in the day. Is it like a Halo 2 deathmatch? Uh, I never played Halo. Ah. Well, Counter-Strike? It's similar. Real, like, yeah, there's a gun and you've got to shoot something. GoldenEye? Like, you know, like similar. Oh, I love GoldenEye. Yeah. Uh, no. Sort of, real roughly, like as much as like, I don't know. You could do a video, would you like to do a segment on the podcast like, I was trying to figure out would you be keen to do like some sort of, you should think of a segment you want to do, I was thinking Australian NBL base, like would be mildly interested in that. That's the one thing I know about. um, Or Nuggets. Or you could like have a rival try and take Paul down as um, Magic Mayhem. No king. one, no one wants a Nugget segment. Yeah, I, I don't king. even want a Nugget. I'm, segment. I'm, interest, <laughs> I'm interested. Is there um and uh, or Fortnite segment as well? Uh, well, the thing I know most about is the Australian it's basketball Fortnite, league. and then Australian <laughs> basketball league. Yeah, but is it just this week? Just off the top of your head, is there anything interesting happening in Australia? Yeah, have you heard about this? The, the you mean in the basketball or just in Australia? Oh, in the, the country. Bushfires. You're like <laughs> yeah, the bush, bushfires. Are, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, in terms of yeah. Basketball in Australia. Yeah, well, so there's, you know, the Breakers' new uh, injury replacement guy. Glenn heard? Rice Jr. Yeah. yeah. So, you know how he came in with a big rap sheet? Yeah, he's got he's got a lot of convictions. Yeah, well, he got arrested this week. Oh, <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Yeah. In New Zealand or in Australia? In Auckland. Doing what? Uh, like, outside of club violence. Oh, because like so, so if you don't know, Glenn Rice Jr. is Glenn Rice's son. Mm-hmm. Um, he... Kind of got out of the NBA possibly because of reputation, right? Yeah. And then he's been all around kind of weird uniform, weird, weird leagues, and, and breakers have brought him in in a Carmelo Anthony style, like you know, roll the dice kind of move, which I supported. And it's difficult to support because he's got some serious allegations against him. But I'm all for a second chance if you're not 
if you're not in jail, you should be allowed to rehabilitate yourself in some way. It's not a second chance, though, is it? It's like a seventh chance. Seventh chance. Okay, yeah. and so now he's out of the league, is he? What's going on? Out of this league? Well, they're going to assess on Monday. He's playing tonight in Perth. Wait, wait, wait. So he... I don't want to talk... <laughs> you don't want to talk about it now. I don't want to talk about my opinions on the Breakers. Yeah, yeah. You, you formerly have worked for the Breakers, and shout out to them, but it's like, yeah, yeah it's, I understand. It's, 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 but do you think... Oh, man. Can you tell me what the allegations are? Or are they very serious? Uh, well, I think it's just assault, right? Like, or it's I think pretty that's serious. what TVNZ reported. In, in like, town in a bar. Yeah. I think um, the Breakers owner called it a scuffle. Okay. So we'll see. So it could it could be minor. Because like, sometimes assault can be minor. Yeah, you don't get arrested for minor assaults. Oh, often. so he went, to, he went to the cells. I think... Well, Ooh. I don't know. I don't want to speculate on that. Oh, well, okay. So that's and, exciting. And what... Yeah, that is... Oh, wow. That is big time. And what's happening with... Um, uh, Lamello and um, is it Lamello? Lamello and yeah. uh, RJ Barrett watch. RJ Hampton. Uh, do you think? Do you think? Because I've been thinking that them coming to New Zealand and Australia, um, while it's been awesome for New Zealand and Australia, has maybe been a little bit negative for them. Or am I wrong? It's that's kind of. There was a report in the Athletic. You know. Yep, you yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't read it. I'm not. I'm not a rich about, guy. It was like a big in-depth story on RJ. Uh, RJ Hampton coming out here, and he. The way it came across was for him, it's been a mixed bag. Um, yeah, so who knows? What like, about um, what about the Ball brother? Well, I think he's gonna. I think Ball his brother draft, sounds bad. Eh? Ball brothers. His draft stock's gone way up since he's come out here. Yeah, because um, the hype of like a few highlights. RJ's probably gone down slightly, um, but because it's a it's, hard it's league, it's growing. You can't come to you can't come to New Zealand and think it's or Australia and think it's like you go are you going to um, a small town league like the Bulls went previously where you're going to just tear up and put up sixty point games like there's no way an eighteen year old's going to score thirty points or twenty five points in this league right uh, yeah well Lamelo has Lamelo had a massive game last week I think it was twenty six points or something oh yeah but he's, but he's on a team where he's playing every single minute and has the ball in his hands the whole time so yeah he's, he's so it's going to happen um, yeah I mean. Most people, a lot of people, are saying like the NBL is like the third or fourth best league in the world now. Oh, that's which is maybe. hard, hard to quantify. So, what would you go? Would you go? That's not you know, Euro League is more of a championship. It doesn't count as like a right. league. So yeah. you go. So what are the, so, so NBA one? Yeah. What's number two? Probably Spain. The Spain. Yes, 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 yes. Real Madrid, Barcelona. And then you might go like uh, maybe France, France, but, but Russia or Italy. Nah, I would say the Australian league's better than those ones. Yeah. So, but I'd say it's on at least on par with France, if not better now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Who knows? Oh, that's interesting. Well, um, thank you so much for coming and doing your first pod. I bloody appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And awesome to have you here. And hopefully, maybe we can do it again next week. Yeah, if you'll have me back. Yeah, bloody awesome. Now it's been great. Um, thanks for all uh, everyone for listening. I've been Guy Williams. Oh, is this where I go? And I've been Andrew Price. You can. You don't have to say it. Paul has opted out of it. Like, do you want to say that? No. Okay. What do you want to say? I don't want well, Scooby Doopa. I just I'm just gonna leave it. Okay, well um peace out and uh thank you all very much for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.